You're listening to Tales of the Forsaken, a live play fate court game by Noble Jester Productions. Welcome to Rillian, a western fantasy world where magic needs fuel, and that fuel is mined and refined into Ecton, a place of vast deserts, dark rituals, and greedy mining companies. A dwarf awakens and has forgotten who he is. Who is Verboden and how will he seek to remember his past in the midst of this harsh world? start still dreaming okay you find yourself in the this ruined village and you're walking through these ruins you can see there's a home that's kind of been crumbled and you see a tiefling sitting outside who is appears to be waiting for you and if you kind of look down at yourself you recognize yourself from your previous visions and memories of your human, you know, kind of mortal persona from your life before, before the curse. And you kind of put two and two together and that would make that a kid. You walk up and he looks up at you and says, Oh, he says your name, but there's just a crackle in your memory. He says, Welcome. Figured meeting here would be a better, more hidden place for us. This was my brother's village. This was his home before it was destroyed by Hartfang. Please step inside. I'm glad you agreed to meet me. I, I have something I'd like to, to talk to you about. All right, yeah, after you. He leads you inside, and there's a, you know, a table that's kind of been halfway burned, but on the unburned portion of it, there's an old tome. He walks over and puts a hand on it, and he says, "I found this in a, an ancient vault, among some other things, but it talks of a chalice, a." cup that is supposed to be directly given to your people from Rin himself, said to be of unimaginable power, something that can contain and control Rin's power itself. I mean, do you think this is real at all? I mean, that's... I mean, I've heard rumors and people talking about something like that, but can you trust that that's even real I was hoping that you could you could confirm it but I I think I have to trust that it's real and I hope that you could perhaps acquire it and you could I need you to understand it hurts me to ask you this but maybe you could use it to take on Rin's power and Ascend. Ascend to godhood and give us a better life. I don't know. I mean, I know where you're coming from. This is... I get it. I am not a fan of Heartfang, what he's doing, how he treats, well, really everyone. But I I just live so long like this. I don't see how... I don't see how that's... uh, It's just tough to believe. But we find this chalice if it's a thing i mean it's a step i'll I'll help you with that i mean beyond that (laughs) what to tell you i mean you've got some big dreams this rebellion is it's going to fail without something changing people were eager at first and we had some successes but as soon as hardfang began to become even more cruel people are falling away we have to do something. I do agree with that. The people are afraid. As as am I. He turns to the book and he turns a few pages and he turns to kind of the last page of the book and it's it looks different. It looks almost dark and burned. 
and he uh, traces a finger along a rune at the top of it and he says my other option is not an attractive one there are beings out there that offer power I don't know if this is a good idea but someone has to do something I mean I agree we have to do something but <laughs> I don't think you understand what you're you're getting at I've heard of these powers that are out there and I'm glad they're not here perhaps at the cost it's only a soul and whose soul's that? I've given my life for this cause. I would give my soul as well. Robotin just kind of stands there and he's frowning, feeling kind of, uh, uh, what's the combination? It would be like a, a little bit of jealousy at Akit's passion and how sure he seems in making a decision like that. But then also a little bit of judgment towards him. I don't know what to tell you, Akit. I mean, Yindra has talked a lot about your ideas, and I think some of them are good. Um, I'm not so sure about about this one. I mean, but what you're what you're saying, I I don't know if I can get behind that. Uh, if you want to let me do some digging and read some more in this tome that you found, I'll turn over a few rocks, see if there's some truth to this chalice you're talking about it's a big decision he rips the page out of the tome and puts it in his pocket and he says yes take the tome see if you can find a solution if not I will do what I must with that verboden you wake up it's the morning after your, your parlay with Yarl and Hestian here in Silver Ridge. What are you going to do? I'm going to call like the town leaders over to the room and board. Yep. Which is where they have breakfast, right? Or is yep. that a different place? Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to call them over to the room and board. I have Jasper, Sunny, Piter. Is there anybody else there who's kind of like stepped up into leadership type roles? Um, I mean, Irvin and Willa, Tree Flow would definitely be considered kind of leaders, but they would be at the room and board. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama and Papa Markin, maybe the Primbolds who own the mine have kind of kept their heads down since, since what happened with sure. you and them and the mine and all that. So yeah, I'd say that's pretty much the, the leadership. Okay. So yeah, I would just have then, yeah, Jasper, Sonny, Piter come to the board and then you know, if Irvin and Will are around, they're welcome to join in. Don't have them meet up with me. Okay. Yeah, they all gather together and Irvin and Will are making breakfast and eventually they serve breakfast to everybody. Even Sunny both getting the Sunny special. That's right. It's the way to start the day. Yeah. Thanks everybody for joining me this morning. Uh, glad to have you all back safe and sound uh, here in Silverridge. Uh, oh no, I appreciate you greatly. Sunny nods at you as he's Filling his face, you know, eating he isn't saying thing. Jasper, of course, is Oh yeah, we're we're all glad to be back and it's quite a relief to have everybody back safe and sound. Yeah, absolutely. Um I wanted to call y'all here because bit of a change of plans for me. Oh man, where do I start? Well after uh events of Garl and the friends with him, uh I think I might be hitting the road a little bit here. You're going after him, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I need to. I need to get him, keep him away from here. And I feel like with our successes there in Twin Rivers and skills you've all acquired, I, I think I'm better to, to leave you here without me for a bit. Well, I'm sure we can take care of ourselves. You've taught us how to do that. But you need some help. Jasper seems a little almost ashamed as he doesn't immediately volunteer. Mm-hmm. Sonny sets down a fork and looks at you and he says, you know, I, I think maybe we need a bit of time to 
settle back in and think about it. Definitely been a bit of a mess around here, so might be good for everybody to have a chance to get their feedback on her room. And one of the other things. So uh, Verboden reaches up to his chest and he pulls the star off of his lapel and puts and sets it down on the, the table in between all the plates of breakfast and says, uh, so about this, um, I think we need a, a new sheriff. You're our sheriff. Yeah. I mean, my hope is I can come back and put one of these back on, but uh, really it's just a piece of metal. It's a little bit more of a mentality that really makes somebody a sheriff. And like, there's plenty here that could wear that. Uh, just thought it'd be good for somebody to, to don that and take the responsibility while I'm out for a bit. Irvin comes over and he picks up the star and he nods at you and he says, I think that's a pretty wise thing to, to say. I think our, we need some time to think. We need some time to perhaps plan. And maybe we do need to have a, if not a, a sheriff, maybe a deputy sheriff, somebody that can help lead things while you're gone. Yeah, absolutely. Wise words. If you don't mind, I think we should probably get the people together and have a conversation about it and probably be best if you weren't there for that. Yeah, that's why I brought you all together here as the the leaders of this town and kind of the the backbone. Looks over at Piter and and the heartbeat. Looks over at Jasper and Muscle. And he looks over at Sonny. Jasper kind of looks himself and flexes a little. (laughs) Sometimes I think I might be getting close to the muscle. Uh, You're getting there, man. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, let's, I guess let's get everybody together and we'll have a, we'll have a chat. All right. Well, eat up. Don't, don't wait for me. Uh, Don't want to waste the Sunday special. So, yeah. Are you going to? Just go back to your office or? Yeah, I'm going to go back to my office and kind of sit and wait and see what comes out of that. Okay. A couple of hours pass. Then eventually the door opens and Jasper walks in. He has the star on his chest. He comes and he sits down across from you. Well, we're boating. It feels, it feels mighty awkward to be sitting here with this on my chest instead of, instead of yours. But the people, Elected me as I've insisted to be deputy sheriff. Well, uh, Jasper looks great on you, man. Uh, you've earned it and you deserve it. I couldn't think of anybody better. I don't I don't know about that, but Verboden, I'd love to go with you. I really would. But I don't think we can send anybody with you. This town has been through hell and back, and I think we need some time. My, I almost died. My wife almost died multiple times. I thought she was dead for sure yesterday. I think we... We're just not cut out for the same thing as you are. There's a reason we're in that star, Jasper. Because you're uh, thinking about everybody else. And that's why you should be the one wearing it. And you know what? I'll be okay. I was kind of getting there on my own. But, you know, just wanted to see how y'all were doing. Well, if you do catch up to Jarl and... Get all that sorted out. You tell him for me that I don't hold a grudge. Even if you have to kill him, that's fine. I understand. That's that's your thing. But I've decided I'm not going to hold a grudge against him for what he did to me. Uh, we're certainly not going to let him back into this town, of course. But no, that's for sure. Um, I don't think it's right for me to hold that against him or against anybody. I think it's time to move on. Yeah, Roden just kind of like sitting across, just, just smiling at him, just super impressed. Man, that's, uh, you're wise beyond your years, friend. Well, I don't know about that, but you've certainly taught me a lot, and I feel like I've had a new chance at life here, and I'm determined to prove myself and to do as good a job as I can and model myself after you and the example you've set. Hopefully for a short time until you just get back and <laughs> I can hand it right back to you. Yeah, sounds good, Jasper. Uh, well, 
want to get too gushy in here. <laughs> a lot of heavy toxin in this office, but appreciate your uh, your friendship and your bravery and your maturity to forgive. Man, that's a uh, Hopefully, I can get there one of these days and be able to. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'll take too much more of your evening. I think I'm gonna pack up and get going. I think time is uh, out of my side against these guys. Alright, well, if there's anything you need, you know where to find me. Good luck. Good luck to you. He stands up and comes over to, like, shake his hand, but then as he grabs, he, like, pulls him in and, and hugs him. Yeah, he, uh, you know, does the the manly pat on your back <laughs> a couple of times and then mm-hmm. just grabs on and hugs you. Alright, he kind of puts his hands on his shoulders again. See you soon. Alright. Yep, we'll still be here. Count on it. So, uh, yeah, that's the point Verboden will start packing up, get some rations. Um, in addition to, you know, his Ecton pistol, he's going to grab a couple other pistols, grab a rifle as well. And yeah, make sure the pistol's all uh, full of Ecton as well. <laughs> Okay, um, you check it. It's it's not very full anymore. Uh oh. <laughs> so um, you don't have <laughs> any more ectin to refill it with. Uh, yeah. So it, you know, if you check around town, nobody else really does either. You kind of took the last of Piter's stores, and that's right. Nobody really thought to bring any ectin back from Twin Rivers and from the Rough Riders. So you might want to keep an eye out in case you can fill that up. Yeah, that makes sense. Anything else you want to do to prepare? Um, well, I've still got those Ecton flash devices from Sunny from before that I ever used. I've got a couple of those. I have those yeah. in my pack. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's that's about it for preparations. All right. So you get yourself prepared and you ride out of town. What? Where are you going? Are you going to try to go backtrack them from on top of the ridge or are you going somewhere specific um yeah so i'm gonna head back to the ridge and then you know with that size of a group i feel like i'd be able to try to spot you know where the tracks are are going which direction yeah go ahead and make a survival roll it's not going to be real difficult because yeah it is a pretty large group all right first roll of the session Negative three. <laughs> All right. That is not a good roll. No. It is a, a fail. So I'd say you, I mean, you can use a fake point and re-roll that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Use an aspect. Aspects. We're yeah. playing fate. <laughs> um, if you don't want to do that, I'm not going to just like, you know, hey, you ride around in the desert. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to. We're going to succeed with consequences here, but <laughs> you know, it, you find the trail and you start to follow it and you, you know, you follow it for quite a while and then realize, oh shoot, you've lost it. You have to backtrack and you do this a couple of times where you, you feel like you're following it and you kind of, you know stop paying as close of attention and then suddenly you've lost it and Mm -hmm. it takes you some time and all of you know throughout this whole time you are throughout this journey you're kind of having these flashes of memories nothing super significant just little moments from your life little moments from your past life from previous cycles, little moments of comfort, of happiness, of joy, little moments of um, of fear and of anger, just these little kind of flashes of things. And it's all interspersed with the experiences you've had. You've showing up in Silver Ridge, people that you met there, the experiences that you had protecting the town the demons you know closing portals these various things that you've done and kind of running 
thread through all of it are just these memories of Jarl. The things that you've said to him, you're kind of running these things back in your head, <laughs> almost like questioning yourself. Could I have done something different? Could I have said something different? Could I have had a greater impact on him? <laughs> you know, just kind of questioning yourself and it keeps distracting you from the trail and it takes you quite a while, but eventually night falls and it's it's been, you know, you've been tracking for probably about a week now. <laughs> and eventually you're kind of, you know, night has fallen again and you're getting to where you probably need to make camp when you kind of crest over a hill and you see lights down in front of you and you realize you're not sure how you got here (laughs) you weren't real sure where you were with all the tracking and stuff you did but that's Ecton Falls laid out for you Mm -hmm. okay so it's pretty late at this point you could you know you may as well ride into town yeah Uh, with it being pretty late I think I will Right on, right into town. Keep an eye out and just see if I notice any of you know, the people that were with Yarl. Um, I think I would go to uh, that hotel that I had seen before that was across from the saloon and maybe try to get some information first and see if they might have know of them coming through. If they're still there, if they've moved on. Okay. Yeah. So you make your way through the town, trying to keep an eye out, paying attention to look for. Anybody you recognize, anybody that was with Jarl, Hestian, anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't see anybody. You make your way up the lift and into the upper part of town. You can see that in your absence, the train station has been completed. The, you know, the tracks, there's a fairly large station next to it. There's a kind of a warehouse that's been built. It looks like it's used for you know, moving things on and off the train. Mm -hmm. There are extra cars and things that are lined up, ready to be attached to a train. And you can see that there is a train in the station. Looks like it's been kind of set up and is ready to head back to the east toward the Four Nations. But as you get off the lift and are looking over all this, you see a little bit across the way, you see Roland looking at you and he kind of does a double take. He steps off of the steps of his office and walks over towards you. Well, Reboden? Hey, man, it's good to see you. Uh, can we step in your office? Well, of course, yeah. I wasn't expecting you to come into town. Yeah, it was a little bit of a last-minute decision. I had some things to fill you in on. I kind of hurries and gets in there quickly. Yeah, he steps inside with you and closes the door behind him. Hey, uh, I don't know if you remember that... Uh, a young fellow's with me when we were through Ecton Falls last time. Jarl, you uh, you seen him at all? No, I have not. I'm afraid he's... I know I'm making some real poor decisions and tried killing my good friend Jasper, and he's stolen something of great value to me. Uh, the rest of the lives of a lot of the people in Silver Ridge when I came back after we left Twin Rivers threatened to kill him. Uh, uh, I hate talking about it, but anyway, I'm, uh, I'm on the trail of him, but some others with him. Uh, if you've caught any chatter of anything different going on here, or uh, any mention of him, or Hestian, or anybody like that? He sits down. Well, can't say I've heard anything about those names, but I've been working on tracking a group from Remainder from the Shunt Mining Company. Just roughnecks who seems like they're planning on doing something I, I don't know what but the rumors have been that they're trying to take something dangerous back to the four nations and probably going to be using the train oh, I could definitely uh, be related Jarl had, they had taken the, the drill right Jarl had taken yeah. the acting drill and people that were with him at Silver Ridge were clearly Shunline right. company yeah. guys they were kind of had the same clothes and masks and all that that uh, Dagomar had you know, Got outfitted his personal guard with. Yeah, if you uh, talking about this dangerous item, uh, you remember that Ecton drill that disappeared? I do, the one that can pierce holes in Rillian itself, apparently. Oh man, that pains me every time I hear that. But yeah, that's uh, that's the one. It's very likely that that's in uh, Yarl's possession, and 
potential you're talking about. Well, that definitely paints a new light on things. I haven't seen him. I can definitely keep an eye out. I think first things first, you probably need to post somebody up at the train station and maybe we can take some watches. I can get the word out throughout town, try to get a description out and see if anybody can tip us off to his location. Yeah, that'd be a plan. We don't want that, that train going anywhere without one of us next to it. Yeah, well, I can get Roman on that. He can he can hang out at the station and keep an eye out. Definitely start working some angles down in the town. It's getting pretty late, but I think I can hopefully see if I can locate him. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. I, I've been traveling here, going on a week now. I uh, feel like it's not urgent. Maybe I could just stay across the street here and rest at the hotel. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's that definitely. They got comfortable rooms in there, and you mentioned my name. I'm sure they'll give you a free room. All right, sounds good. We'll definitely come and get you if anything goes down. If not, probably first thing in the morning, crack of dawn, we should probably meet over at the train station just to keep an eye on things. The train leaves pretty early in the morning. We want to make sure we at least look over the people getting on board the train and make sure your guy isn't on. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'll... I'll try to be out there before uh, before dawn. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, uh, thanks again. I mean, <laughs> uh, wasn't expecting this, but... Never but, a dull moment yeah. when you're around. All right. Yeah. I'm glad you're here with me, though. All right. Well, hope you sleep well. Thank you. You're going to make your way over to the hotel? Yeah. Head across over to the hotel. Definitely going to name drop. Yeah. So you walk across the street to the hotel. And you can see this ornate wooden sign over the double doors leading into the hotel. You see it's called the Laughingstock Hotel. All right. Yeah, you walk in and this is, you don't have, you know, a lot of experience with hotels and, you know, things like that in the, the New Frontier. But this seems pretty nice for what you're used to. Okay. You walk in, there's, you know, there's a grand piano in the corner. There's kind of a sitting area you can see there's a bar off to one side and a separate room and well furnished room a uh, big lobby and there's a, a woman standing behind the, the counter and she looks up as you enter yes how can i help you i'm uh, yeah, looking for a, a room here i'm a guest of roland you mentioned to uh, mention that and hopefully you can get a room for the evening oh yes certainly that's not a problem we definitely give a room to a friend of Roland's. Uh, can I? She pulls a book over and pulls out a pen. Can I uh, get your name, please? Uh, yeah, the name is Jasper. All right, Mr. Jasper. And uh, just staying by yourself? Oh, uh, yeah, just me. All right. She makes a couple notations and then turns around and grabs a key off the board and looks at it. Uh, yeah, uh, let me take you back to your room and we'll get you all set up. All right, thank you. She leads you back through some hallways, and you can see stretching in both directions. This is a fairly large building. Um, you passed by some stairs. You know, so you can tell there's multiple levels, but you're on the, the main floor. And she leads you back all the way down one side of a hallway and to the end room and unlocks the door and leads you inside. And it's extremely nice room. It's very well furnished. She lights a lamp and sets it out. And well, anything else you might be needing? Uh, no, I've been traveling for a while here, so this is this is perfect. Uh, have a good evening. All right, you as well. She hands you the key and, and walks out. Okay. So I'll uh, spend some time, kind of check out the room, set my extra rifle down, the bag, and all that stuff on the the bed. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you get you know the rooms are really nice, and you can get a good night's sleep if you want. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was going to happen, so <laughs> I'll take it. All right. You you sleep. Thankfully, it's mostly dreamless sleep. I do need you to make a roll as you're sleeping, though. So I guess yeah. I shouldn't have said you get a good night's right. sleep. But Liar! <laughs> you get, for most of the night, you get a good night's sleep. Yeah. This is like in say, AD, like it's that third shift that you're having something happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got your long rest. You're okay. Exactly. I'm going to say, let's actually do will. Make a will roll. Okay. So I rolled a negative two, and then with my will skill, that is a zero. All right. 
So you are sleeping and you are suddenly awoken by a pain in your side and you take two points or two, you know, shifts of physical stress and you, you know, your eyes shoot open to look to your side and there is a a dagger stuck in your side and this very hairy were rat is going <laughs> to lean over you yep, this dagger be. stuck in your side all I can hear is Jasper going a rat person <laughs> <laughs> crap okay um, and you knew oh I know staying at this hotel no I know I know outside of like the game I know Brett knew Brett knew um, crap, these stupid things. I don't have silver bullets. Okay, so I'm going to reach down. Hopefully my gun is still on my side. I mean, I wouldn't sleep anywhere without my gun, right? You okay. sleep with your gun on your side? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, on, it's on the nightstand if there is one there. I'd say it's probably on, you know, this where at is probably on the He's... opposite side of the room mm-hmm. from where your gun would be. So you could reach over and grab it. Okay. I mean, if he was really smart, he would have, like, moved before he stabbed me, but... Yeah, but he's aware, and he's not smart. That's true. Okay, I appreciate that. So I'm going to reach over, grab the gun. I'm going to switch over to uh, acting mode, select poison, and try to shoot at him. Okay. I like it. Go ahead and make your roll. Stupid were-rats. Okay, that is a four. All right, he got a two. So you click the lever feel that toggle in your mind you select poison and fire and it hits in this, this were rat who stumbles backward leaving this dagger in your side and and you feel this kind of energy rush out from this creature and into you and it clears your two box nice he definitely looked like he took some damage he did okay yep. good so I definitely remember that shooting at him. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, this creature hisses at you and then leaps for the door as it's seen that you have noticed it. It leaps for the door, opens it, and slams it closed. So you can chase it if you want. Yeah. So I'm going to um, jump out of bed. I've got my gun. I'm going to bust through the door and I'm just like, get back here, rat. All right. You bust through the door, and you see it shrinking down into a rat form that rushes down, you know, scurries down the hallway between the legs of these massive, these two massive werewolves. Oh, crap. Who kind of leap down the hallway at you, and both of them are going to attempt to grapple you. Okay. I am leaving an awful Google review for this hotel. <laughs> That's only if you survive to do so. Jeez. That's a four for the first one. So I'm going to do a, like a physique roll here? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's up to you. He's using physique. Yeah, I'll use physique. Hey, a good roll. It's a six. Okay. So this first one leaps at you and tries to wrap you up in its big arms, but you duck out of the way. Mm-hmm. Second one. Ooh, that's a good roll. That's an eight. So I rolled a negative two with then plus three, so one total. I think I need to invoke something here because that'd be real bad. Well, I didn't set any scene aspects, so you're welcome to help me come up with a few, but I'd okay. say narrow hallway mm-hmm. would be one probably unknown number of enemies okay 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 um but i'm going to use faint point fate point and invoke narrow hallway so i'm gonna like kind of imagining these two are coming at me dodge out away this first one he kind of misses and like bumps off the wall and just creates a little bit of a issue of space where the one's trying to grab me so i'm gonna re-roll okay i don't think i can even roll i can't roll high enough to succeed uh, three total. Okay. So he definitely succeeds with style. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give them a... I'm going to give him a boost. Um, but he slams into you 
and kind of tackles you back into your room and <laughs> lands on top of you. And you are grappled. It doesn't do any specific, like, you know, shifts of physical stress or anything. Okay. But um, he definitely has you grappled. So I'm going to say you have the just a kind of a aspect of grappled okay. that is true. And he has a free usage of it. Okay. Because of, you know, essentially he was not necessarily attacking. He was trying to create an advantage. Right. So he's got me pinned down and that's going to give him a boost on me potentially escaping or whatever else is happening next. Yeah, so now he has a, you know, well, any of them really on their team, they have a free invoke of grappled on you. So. Mm-hmm. All right, you're up. All right, so I'm kind of picturing him down up on top of me. I've got a hand up, you know, trying to, like, prevent him, his face coming down at me. I'm going to grab... Is there a window in my room? Uh, there is. Okay, I'm going to do my best to aim around behind my back. I don't even know if I can see it. I'm trying to shoot lightning mode through the window and just get the heck out of here. Okay. Uh, go ahead and... I'm going to have a roll for this, mostly just for accuracy. Sure. Because it's kind of hard to see what you're doing. Yeah. So... If you want to have that boost against me just because, you know, I've got a werewolf on top of me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. He is going to actively contest this. So it's a three. I only got a three. Okay. Um, so maybe I like... My aim is bad, and it's, like, up against the wall, so it's just like... (laughs) Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say you successfully, you know, you flip the switch, toggle, you select lightning in your mind, and you fire, and you feel yourself pulled along with this lightning, and you slam into the window with the breaking of glass, and you realize there are bars in this window. (laughs) Okay. And, you know, you kind of, for a moment, you're shaking your head and you, you know, almost in like, what, why are there bars in this window? And you look at it and they've been hidden from the outside. Like there's like two panes of glass and it's, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. it looks like they've tried to kind of hide it from the outside, but you've been put in a room with bars on the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so yeah, that was my turn, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the one that you just got away from is going to get up and he's going to move over and he's going to actually go for your pistol having seen you do this. Okay. He's going to use his invoke of grappled to give you or to make it a four. Okay. I'm going to roll physique against that. Uh, also a four. Okay. Uh, so he rushes over to you and he's trying, you know, these big claws, he's trying to grab this pistol out of your hands and you just, you know, you, you're holding on to it for dear life. This other one is trying to kind of pick itself up. It had missed you and kind of bounced off the wall and then you both smashed over top of it to go into the room and it's kind of trying to force its way into the room. These things are pretty big. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be its turn. So you're up. Okay, um, I'm not actively grappled right now, correct? It was just trying to grab for the gun. I was able to get away from that. Correct. Okay, so I'm going to try to run towards the door. Um, the, you know, the exit to the room. Is the other one in line of sight? Yes, he's like in the doorway. Okay, uh, I'm going to... Um, so as I am running, I'm going to shoot acid at him. Okay. And I'm trying to like book it out the door. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Okay, that's a total of five. You got a four. Nice. All right, so you select acid, you fire, and you see this, you know, the ground, which is like a like a hardwood flooring. It kind of sinks and crumbles underneath this guy, and he falls into it and looks like he's kind of, you know, up to his waist in just this bubbling flooring. And are you going to try to, like, leap over him? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's my plan, to try to leap over him. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's go ahead and get a athletics check for that. He's going to contest your athletics check, trying to just grab you as you're flying over him. Okay. That's a negative two. You got a four. Okay. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to invoke um, Neural Hallway again. 
you know, because it's a small space, he's got these, he's massive. Yeah, he's already kind of in the ground. He's, you know, con- constrained by a doorway. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Him to re-roll. <laughs> it's a negative one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so you try to leap over him and you feel these claws grab your ankle and you fall and kind of smack your face in the hallway. Yep. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say grappled is back. Okay. That applies again. You are at least out of the room and in the hallway, mm-hmm. but he is going to try to yank you back into the room. Ooh. He's going to use his invoke of grappled here. Oh, I am, I am not in good shape here with this. So I'd say probably physique for you in this because it's, you know, you're not leaping about anymore. Uh, That is a five. Beat me, I got a four. Okay. So he pulls you. He's still got a hold of you. You're in the doorway. He's kind of holding on to you. You're still grappled. He's used his free invoke of it, but it's still true. Mm -hmm. So you're still grappled. And the other one is back, you know, kind of he can't really get to you because of this one's in your in his way in the doorway. So you're up. Okay. Man, these things are not gonna let me get out of here. And I'm back in the room now. You're like in the doorway with him. Okay. So you can see the whole. You know, you can see the hallway. Okay. Well, if I can see the hallway, um, I'm gonna like point down the hall and shoot lightning mode. We got to try and get away from these things. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and just make a make a roll he is gonna contest it you know he's kind of trying to grab for your arm yeah. and it's a total of two hey he actually got a bad roll all right <laughs> that's a one <laughs> i was so, like sketchy for a bit you succeed um yeah so you're just gonna fire down the hallway fire down the hallway all right yeah you select lightning you feel yourself flung down the hallway away from these two and you smash into a wall as you, you know, as your bullet hits a wall all the mm-hmm. way down on the other side of the hallway. And any other enemies out here? <laughs> Not in this, you know, in this hallway, so okay. where are you going to try to go? You're, you know, if you think of a hotel, it's kind of this one hallway that stretches side to side, and kind of in the middle of it uh, is a hallway back to the lobby. Okay. Um, so knowing that, I'm going to try to run back the direction I just came from towards that middle hallway. All right. Yeah. You run back down the hall. You can see the one you know, that's kind of trapped in your acid is struggling to get out. Really can't. The other one is just like almost slashing through him to get out of that room and gets out rushing down the hallway at you you turn the corner just ahead of him and you're mm-hmm. running toward the lobby and a shape kind of steps into the hallway massive werebear like fills this whole hallway kind of sticks its head down and just growls at you <laughs> and you hear this voice come out of its throat and says not going anywhere sheriff and you're up. Jeez. Um, so, jeez. I'm just going to, I've got to keep running towards the werebear. Um, now, is he, okay, with where we're at. Okay, so how far away approximately is he? And are, are there any doors in between me and them? Um, there are doors. I'd say there's probably two on each side of the hallway. This is not a very long hallway. Maybe 25 feet, so... He's probably at this point, you know, 10, 15 feet away from you. Okay. Which is only slightly longer than his arms. So. Jeez. You said there are doors? <laughs> there are. There's okay, two so on each side. Distracted by the thought of the werebear in front of me and then the werewolf behind me trying to get me. Yep. Um, so I'm going to look for um, a door as I'm... Jeez, I'm to do here. Um, as I'm running, um, I'm going to take a shot of... I think I'm gonna shoot. Yeah, shoot in front of me at the werebear with poison. I mean, how much ectin do I have? I'm getting a little worried about this. I mean, you were running pretty low uh-huh. before this, so 
you definitely, if you know, the more you use here, the less you'll have. No, here. I know. That's what I mean. You're taking away my resources. You're what you're doing. Um, <clears throat> so, okay, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna just run, and I'm gonna try to like check the handle, hoping this door is open, and like go into whatever room is here. So I'd say these four doors. You see, they're labels. Okay. You know, there's signs on them. Storage, office, laundry, kitchen. Oh, they're all the interior rooms. Crap. Okay. So, okay. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to run towards the werebear. I'm hoping he's slow because he's big. So I'm going to run, and then I'm going to try to, like, slide quickly between his legs and try to get behind him. <laughs> so you're not going into any of the rooms. You're going to try to slide between the legs of a werebear. Yeah. Right. Why not? Hey, it works depending on the dice. We'll see how it goes. Because um, I know they're strong. This isn't like a strength thing. This is like, you know, how nimble is he? And I don't think he's nimble. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say that's probably athletics unless you can come up with a better skill that you like yeah that's what we're going with i've made my decision all right we'll see <laughs> in the future if my decision was correct my roll's okay roll the two plus my uh athletics so three total all right you got a two yes <laughs> so you <laughs> you go into like the perfect baseball slide mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of wish you had maybe thought to, like, you know, grease up a little first because it kind of hurts. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got some wood burn as you slide across these wooden floors. But thankfully, they're pretty polished hardwood floors. Nice. You slide right between you, the you legs. Did, you did say it was a nice hotel. I mean, they wax their floors. It's, oh, yeah. 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 Caught by my own description. <laughs> yep. He, you slide right between the legs of this werebear. You know, just get this, like, pungent animalistic scent as you slide between its legs. And it smashes its foot down trying to catch you. You slide between its legs. It's going to turn. And, it, I mean, it's just trying to rip you in half. Yeah. Claws. Whereas the other ones were more of just trying to grapple and contain you. This thing is, like just attacking full on yep so that is a seven Ooh. am i doing like physique here up to you you could use physique or fight or you know something like that yeah let's do physique so that's a total of three all right so that unless you want to do something to add to that that's going to be four shifts of physical stress yeah, that's, that's it yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right mark that box off so i'm going to say it like you know it slams its claws into you and you know that dagger that was already in your side just gets shoved even further in Mm -hmm. and you just get i mean it's like a bowling ball you get flung across the lobby into a wall and you slam into it you're laying there and you can hear roosters crowing outside (laughs) like you know the light is starting to dawn a little bit as Dawn is here, and this thing is going to turn and just smash its way across the floor at you. Mm-hmm. You're up. Okay. Um, can I see the exit? Yeah, you can see the doors. How far away are they? Uh, I mean, it's a pretty big lobby. It's probably, I don't know, 40, 50 feet away. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to try. I'm going to try to run as fast as my little dwarven legs will take me. Do I get the sense that it'll probably catch me before I get there if I don't do something else? I mean, the way you've been knocked into kind of the corner of this room, mm-hmm. you're going to almost have to run past it oh, to run. Okay. So not to mention the doors are near the bar area. You have no idea who might pop out of that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you can run, but it's probably going to attack and get no, another attack on you. No, I get it. Um... I am, I'm going to run, and okay. are the the doors closed? Are they windowed doors? They're wooden doors. Okay. 
kind of nicely ornate wooden doors. They do have glass panels kind of at the top, but not like, you know, to where you can see out of them. You're pretty short. Okay. I think I'm going to take a... As no, there are also windows in the lobby. Okay. If you think about kind of the layout of the lobby, just think about kind of a large square-shaped room. You're in kind of back left corner. The hallway was in the middle mm-hmm. of the back. Doors kind of off closer to the right side of the front. There's three kind of large windows along the wall on the far end. Those this, windows are not barred. That's kind of what I figured would be the case. So at this point, I feel like if I don't get out of here, I'm going to die. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to um, get to where I feel like is a easiest, cleanest shot of shooting lightning out of a window to get out of here. So I'm going to run up to as far as I think is safe to go and then look for the one that looks the best in the moment. I'd say if you jump up on top of the piano, you could easily make a shot out the windows. Okay. Piano it is. All right. Nobody can really contest this because they're not close enough to you. Okay. But I'm going to just set a kind of a difficulty of one for this. Okay. Uh, that is a three. All right. Should be pretty simple to leap up on top of the piano. Well, actually two, but still. Okay. That's close. <laughs> still a success. <laughs> yeah, so you run over, kind of vault up on top of the piano. You can fire out one of the windows. Yeah, uh, that is definitely what I'm going to do. All right. This bear roars at you as it is running across the lobby. The whole building is shaking. And you select lightning in your mind, fire out the window. You feel yourself flung through the window. Kind of cinematic moment, glass shards everywhere as this bear just roars. And then as soon as that window breaks, it stops roaring. And you tumble out the window and stand up. And if you look back inside, they've all disappeared. There are people, a man standing there kind of straightening his tie just shooting daggers at you with his eyes yeah so i get up and look down the street and see if there's you know any other threats around and kind of in shock right now it's pretty early you don't see any other threats around you do suddenly hear the whistle of a train <laughs> 